0: see shade feel reallylied to right now ready to play it's time for you to earn your stripes Johnny are we the hunter or are we the prey i'm gonna go ahead and uh, take the money and run' <laughs> My heart is so long with a brand new stir the pod podcast show I'm your host Trevor tonight we are joined by Andy Andy how you doing tonight hey Trev I'm great I'm great it sounds like you're doing great yeah and we're also joined by Alex Alex how you doing tonight yo, yo yo and we are here with the episode 10 recap show and we got a whole bra tonight I mean I thought the episode, my initial thoughts for the episode, you know, was kind of solid. Uh, Oh, Ryan McCord's doing well. Great to hear from uh, one of our AWLs out there. Uh, not, nice guys. In. I mean, I feel like the chat, we got some good vibes going tonight already. I feel like this could be a very solid podcast. I know some of you guys were down on us last week. Kind of a sucky episode. This episode, I thought was pretty solid. Uh, You know, the sevens of the world, 7.1s. The Hall Brawl saved it, even though the performance in the Hall Brawl was horrible. And I feel like, what, you thought it was good? I I don't know
1: if I could say horrible. Maybe we'll half get, of it we'll was horrible. That. We'll get into that, but I don't know if you could
0: say it was horrible. I think that's a discredit to someone. Okay, Amber B's performance was very strong. I'll give you that. I was more upset, too. We could have had Durrell versus Corey tonight. Oh. That's what I was more upset about. A Durrell versus Corey matchup would have been great. Yeah. But sometimes that's how the fate happens, and, you know, we just got to live with it. So, God, chat is popping tonight. Jesse Adams in the house. Um, that challenger. God. So, um, Alex, initial thoughts from you. My
2: initial thoughts on the episode, I, I liked it a lot. I really did. I About 30 minutes in, I was thinking – the first thirty minutes were not that entertaining. They weren't that good. It was very slow, and and my first thought was like, we're in we're in store for another uh, episode nine, like because episode nine just wasn't that good. So I thought we were just gonna have another one of those, but then man, I just think the last hour really picked it up. I think the challenge itself was good. Elimination hall brawl. Um, I think a lot of different people were involved, and we finally got to see like people wanting to go in. We saw people. We saw some dissension, like not knowing if it was a guy or girls' day and all that. But I would say overall, very, very good episode. I was impressed with it.
0: Andy, what was your thoughts?
1: Yeah, I think the same. I think it's kind of one of those things where when you have an episode like last week where it's so bad, where they could have done anything this week and it would have been good. Um, I, I think the beginning was a little slow, but it did enough to at least keep you locked in. And my biggest judge of how an episode is, is with like an hour to go, Like, am I looking at my phone to check the time? Because if I'm looking at my phone to check the time, that means I just want this shit to get wrapped up. I didn't have that at all. I was locked in. It could have gone on for another hour. Like once we got done with the challenge or gotten close to the elimination, I would have been fine with it. So I was very impressed. Very good episode.
0: Yeah, I, I see a couple people in the comments. 7.3 from Jesse Adams. Uh, what would the penalty have been if Devin and Gabby didn't agree on the same vote? I I don't know. I, I would I would say they both go down, you know, just the classic. You know, TJ's like, all right, you guys can't agree. Just go down. But yeah. that's not what Devin wanted. So I don't know. But that that
1: would be the classic TJ answer is he would say, you guys figure it out or you're coming down here. Like exactly. regardless of what Gabby's vote is, because that happened um, – when did that – was that Was that last year, two seasons ago, where they were voting for two opposite teams? They couldn't figure it out, and TJ said, all right, you're coming down. Yeah. Do you remember who that was?
2: Yeah, that, that was Zach and Amanda.
1: Yeah, that's right. That's right.
2: And the, and the thing is, what made that scenario different from tonight was the fact that back then you wanted to stay out at all costs, whereas this time it was the – differing opinions came from one person, one, Gabby, wanting to go into elimination. So so yeah, I, I think, I don't know if that would have changed what the penalty was, but again, and we'll get into this later, I feel like Gabby had nothing to lose by saying she wanted to go in, because if the penalty was, you guys have to go in, that's what she wanted anyway. So that, that makes it a little different than what Zach and Amanda had, what their outcome was, but definitely the same thing in terms of Uh, a team wanting to do two different things.
0: Could not agree more. I would have done, and you know, we'll get into it, but, like, the whole Gabby aspect, like, why would you not go in? You had the weakest girl in the house in something physical, like, all you gotta do is just run, and, I mean, obviously, we'll get into her performance, but, like, that's all you had to do. This was the easiest W, I think, all season you could have had.
1: Uh... I, I disagree. I think my biggest cowardly move. Who did Fezzi refuse to do pull wrestle against? That uh, was Jonathan, Jacob. Yeah. I mean, no. I don't think anything could top that.
2: Truthfully, Trev, Trev. So, what were your overall thoughts on quality of the episode?
0: You know, I, I, I said I think I gave it a seven one, seven two. The worlds. I thought it was an all right episode, um, you know, got, got something physical that I like in the elimination. Uh, just, I, I just thought the lo- last thing in my mouth, <laughs> no homo, was literally the, <laughs> what was it called? Was the Darrell versus Corey. We could have had that. This was a perfect time to just be like, here's a twist we can do. And this was the whole scenario we talked about where both of them didn't, don't have schools, correct? Yeah, yep. so what would've happened? That if I'm Gabby and I'm thinking of those situations in my head, that's what I think of. And there's like, oh, this has to be a girl's elimination.
2: So did that? So did that aspect of it make it to you kind of an underwhelming episode?
0: Well, that like obviously they walk in, you see the hall brawl, and you're excited. And I thought even still, I I thought uh, to myself the um, going into voting and stuff, I thought it could have anybody could have gotten in. I did not expect twelve votes for the one team. Agreed. Oh, that kind of shocked me. Um, the Wait,
1: time out, Trev. should we just start with, we kind of started with overall, but now we, we're kind of all over the place. I should mean, we just start at the beginning?
0: Because okay, it's not like us to i get got some rails. thoughts on what
1: you were getting into too, but I think we got some good overall thoughts. We all agree it was a good episode, some good highlights here and there, but should we just start at
0: the beginning? I think that's how normally we start, so. Okay. Yeah.
1: We,
2: yeah, we all agree episode is good. The chat is absolutely popping. Yep. Let's, uh, let's circle back to the beginning of the episode. Because uh, there were a few things before the challenge started. Um, and they all kind of led into what, obviously, what the episode played out to be. Um, the three things that I wrote down were Fessy and Gabby. You know, Fessy just having no game in that little bunk bed scene. Uh, I'll, I'll go. I'll go through all of them, then we can talk. Pick what we want to talk about. So that that was one of the things. And then Devin basically telling CT, you know, because Devin has a skull. If CT wants it, and this was before he even won the challenge. But if Devin wins and CT wants it, he'll send him in. And then lastly, Lolo and Nam, which obviously bled into the rest of the episode. But but what kind of stuck out to you guys before the challenge? Because I feel like we had a good amount of people talking. Like we said, it kind of moved a little slow. And I think that was just because they were building up for what happened in the last half of the episode. But what did you guys think of anything before the challenge?
0: I thought the whole Gabby and Fezzy situation was hilarious. I mean, his game is horrible. <laughs> it's so funny. It's so, and Justin, welcome to the chat, said it's cringy. And it is. It's so cringy. Uh, I don't know if he just got that from, you know, the good old University <laughs> of Tennessee. Chattanooga, but like seriously, like the dude has no game. It's just so cringe. I don't know. I I just find it hilarious. Um, well, like, you, know, and you can curious. tell you
1: can tell his whole sh- his whole shtick when it comes to picking up girls is to try to come off as this like cocky asshole who's got a soft interior. No, he's an asshole on the inside too because he was going to his confessionals being like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah I got this, I got this." He's a piece of shit. But you can tell that's his little stick. Yeah. <laughs> I can't imagine how many girls he'd use that on when he was out at the University of Tennessee. Chad There he is. All right. And,
2: and I and I think one of the one of his pickup lines that he did with Gabby, a rookie, was something to the effect of, Do you remember what I did last season? Like, do you remember what I did last season? Yeah. When I was on the challenge,
0: she has no clue.
2: She's in the UK. She doesn't watch the show. God. Um. Oh, Mikey I, the doctor. Wrote, wait,
0: Mikey the doctor yeah. wrote. Uh, Mikey the doctor talked about. Um. Was it called? Do you think he said Division One football at University of Tennessee? Hundred percent. Hundred percent. He probably tells everybody that. He probably yeah. says he's the quarterback there. Well, he.
2: I, I don't it's, think. I don't think he would lie about it. I think he was probably like, I, yeah, I was a, I was a, uh, I was a tight end at the University of Tennessee Chattanooga, uh, and like I played there for a few years. Like, I don't. I think he said it. He just made it and incorporated that into the rest of his stupid pickup lines.
1: Uh,
0: Agreed. It's kind of like lying knew- on your
1: resume. Like, you, as long as you lie just a little bit, but there's some truth. Like, did he play football in Tennessee? Yes. Was it? At Chattanooga, yes, but you just leave that part out.
0: Um, <laughs> the other thing I want—I want to bring up—that kind of leads into the Lolo Nam situation. What do you think is more cringier, the whole Fezzi talk spinning game with a girl, or the whole the every single time we get a confessional, we hear Lolo Jones is an athlete? What do you think is worse?
1: I think cringy. I gotta go, Fezzi. Like Lolo just annoys me. It just pisses me off. Like, yeah, we get it. You're an Olympian. That's awesome. Fezzi's like actually cringe. Like you can't watch it.
2: Yeah, I I agree. But in in a way, I don't know. Like there's something just about the fact that when when it's Fezzi, it's him trying to attract other females on the show. Whereas Lolo, it's all. I mean, we'll get into this later. But like is just kind of. She's just nuts. Like, she's very, like, low self-awareness, just kind of a nutty person, very intense. And so, like, when she's talking about being an athlete and everything, it's like, that's it. And there's nothing to really be entertained about. Whereas, at least when Fessy's kind of, you know, going for the Gabbies of the world, like, it's just like, come on, man. Like, you're better than this.
0: Uh, It seems like the chat is against you guys. A lot of people are saying Lolo. So, I... I
1: I mean, there's no wrong answer here by the yeah, way. Yeah. There's no
0: wrong answer here.
1: Um I do have another opening thought though. Blow me. Um about the opening. Casey and Leroy first in the door. Was I the only one who picked up on that?
0: I saw it. Mark it up. Mark it up. Another Man. one. Who
2: won? Oh, it was Casey. Okay, okay, okay. God. I thought I thought Did you were saying. I thought you were saying the streak was broken because I just couldn't remember who won mm-hmm. it last last episode.
0: Mm-mm. God, Um, yes, God, I'm I'm just dying at the the chat right now. Wes good at swimming. I mean, come on. I mean, Mikey the doctor. I do think they they is
1: Devin good at puzzles. I mean, yeah,
0: they they literally they literally hype that shit up and it's hilarious. It's so funny. Um. Actually, one kind of a side note. Who do you think, because I see people writing about it, who do you guys think is the most, I guess, the cringiest person of all time to be on the show? Cringing Natalie's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's a very good one. Uh, Who else? I think Paulie
1: is super cringe for me. I was thinking that, too. He's awful. Paulie's a good pick. I think think recent times, Cara is up there. But Cara back in the day was actually kind of normal. So... I don't know if i could throw her in there but Paulie sucks
0: i think paulie hurts too is because i saw that video of him dancing to bruno mars and every time i think of do you have you seen that oh, at the I reunion think it's his, i think it's his twitter like uh wait not twitter. the
2: one not the one at the reunion
0: oh that too when <laughs> <laughs> looks at him he's just like oh what the fuck is that yeah that was bad um let's see who people are saying paulie's a good one i uh, i would
2: say recent times josh but he's almost like just too funny to laugh at to be that cringe yeah. um
0: i don't know let's see what else we got what what else happened this
1: what interview? yeah what else did you rattle off there
0: we talked about lolo and nom Let, let's get into that uh lolo kind of just I, I love the lolo's like nom it's all your fault you suck you're the worst Takes no blame, no nothing. She brings up the whole coaching life and situation that might have been later on, but like this team is just—I thought they were going to be good, and they just completely are like a 180 for me. So, Andy, what do you think?
1: I mean, I I would not be upset if we never said the words "Lolo" or "Nam" on Sir the Pod ever again. They are awful. I couldn't stand any bit of what we had to go through today. It was just like, what are we like? What are we doing here? This is just the classic like two rookies. The game's getting to them. They're super like competitive, obviously like massive people. But my god, this game's not just muscles. Ask Ask
0: Rogan's freshman year, or rookie season. Low key, that duo to kind of bring it in, Joss and Rogan, kind of cringy too.
1: Oh yeah, I don't. I don't hate Rogan.
0: God,
1: I don't yeah, like Josh, and I don't like those two together. But I don't mind Rogan solo. Uh,
0: Boogie Brown writes Nam is soft. What do you think about that?
1: I don't necessarily disagree. I mean, I don't know if I fully agree because I, I feel like we haven't seen him go toe to toe with someone. But I also definitely don't disagree.
0: Absolutely. Uh, can we, also, can we also
1: acknowledge one of the facts that Lolo continues to harp on the fact that they don't have good communication, but Nam's first language isn't English? Are we just going to look over that? No shit, you don't have good communication. Bear with him. Be a little like accepting of the fact that like you have to have like ongoing conversations. And let's not overlook the fact that this challenge team can't figure it out, but Lolo's talking about them having a relationship outside of the challenge. Like this wasn't just like, I don't think we can get through this challenge together. It's, I don't wanna see you after this. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) like, come on,
0: come on. Um, Lolo cried about needing a coach. It's the challenge. Could not agree more. I mean, what what's next, Andy? We talked about people going home early a few weeks ago for like whatever problems, uh, for, co- or like a wife was pregnant and other things. I mean, what what's gonna ha- what's gonna happen next season, Andy? Are we gonna have like a? It's it, our team's gonna be in three where you just get like a personal coach.
1: I mean, I think you have to. I think you got to bring in. It's kind of it'll kind of end up being like the biggest loser where like you have one person who's in charge of everyone and keeps them stable and keeps. Their mental health aligned, and I'm all for mental health. That's a big buzzword with everything going on now. Mental health and the challenge are antonyms, not synonyms. That's where people come to get thrown to the wolves. So, and and I think, like I will say, Lolo clearly, I think, hit a tipping point tonight. Good for her for making the ten episodes in. I will say that because she got some exposure on Champs versus pros or stars or whatever which stupid runoff or spin off they had. But a lot of rookies don't make it this far and if they do it's just like a nightmare throughout it. So I mean maybe good
0: for her. If they get new partners, maybe we'll see some maybe you'll we'll see some uh, some change. Uh nice guy one oh one we can not see your comments from Periscope so keep it keep it hitting us up. Um, anything else? from that. Alex, I mean, you've been (laughs) awfully quiet tonight. Uh, No,
2: no, my, 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 my final comments on the whole Lolo Nam thing before we get into the challenge would just be completely agree with what we've all said. I think it's like, if you think back to before champs versus pros, before they brought on Lolo and really started diving into a lot of these people, like if you were to think of like bringing on an Olympian athlete, especially someone who you know as a, as a track star and bobsled and all that in a sport where it's like very much like conditioning taking care of your body like she is a very just like robotic person she's very intense she's very like this is what we need to do this is how you do it when things go wrong she can't handle it she doesn't she's not great on like emotional control and that's like what you would expect to see is what we see from Lolo. And that's I mean, it is what it is. Like she's the only really like, you know, Olympian that we've had on a real season like this. So it's good entertainment. I think tonight it, it kind of ran its course.
0: Yeah, I could not agree more. I I, I think the robot comment was spot on. Um,
1: and I yeah. kind of feel like the thing is, I kind of feel like that's how Olympians train. Like they are trained to be robotic, they are trained to this is the goal accomplish it the challenge goal is to win it you can't just win a challenge and you deb you sure as shit can't just do it based on physical attributes it is a game it is way more mental than physical and i i like the idea of bringing on olympian but i would much rather see them pull god i would say like see them pull from other like shows or other competitions like one of my favorite newcomers has been bear and obviously bears in some hot water these days oh, but like if you recruit someone based on what they do from a non competitive perspective it'll be entertaining and guess what a lot of them can compete and a lot of them are in good shape so like if you bring in and like it's same with ninja what what show did ninja come from was it ninja like warrior was it ninja warrior i have no idea yeah. Like yeah, you bring someone on from Ninja Warrior, sure they're going to be a good competitor, but they're not going to make for good TV. Oh. Ninja should not have been on the challenge. Don't act me. She should not have been on the challenge.
0: I mean, yeah, bad for TV, bad for TV, horrible for TV. Um, I do want to bring up, or Alex, I, you have I some to news?
2: No, no, no. I was just gonna, I was just gonna say the last sort of the pod tweet we got a like from a friend of the program, Marie. Oh,
0: may, may good, good podcast with her. You guys should definitely listen to that when we had her on Uh really good listen. Um,
1: Bree's a great example of what we were just talking about. Really good TV, shitty competitor.
0: Absolutely. God. Um, one of the comments I did see before we get into the challenge, um, they talked about why do we hate Fezzi so much? I think we could go on for days. I think we kind of think he's like this big, Bad dude. he he portrays himself as this big bad dude and he's not. I mean, I I don't know. Like the first episode, I mean, when he could have went in, got his skull, didn't piss me off. The whole I, I don't know. There's just so much with him. I could Andy, you take it away, because he just pisses me off.
1: Uh I, I mean, plain and simple. The guy, the guy thinks he's the shit and this is his second season. Yeah. You gotta earn your stripes, buddy. And you got to earn your. I mean, somehow Jordan was telling Johnny Bananas that Johnny needed to earn his stripes, and he had been on for like ten seasons. So, like, for Fezzi to just come in here and act like he's a big bad wolf and not really prove much in my mind, Fezzi has not proved to me that he backs up all the shit that he walks around. Now, granted, he seems to be like six five and like two twenty. He seems like a very physical beast, but get over yourself,
0: dude. And last thing about him, he tries to portray himself now as this villain, and he's not. It just does not fit him well at all. But
1: He's kind of like Paulie plus a foot, plus 30 pounds.
0: God, the Keebler's elf?
1: Maybe two feet. God.
0: All right, so the challenge now. Let's get right to the actual challenge. I know <laughs> we've kind of been all over the place tonight. But the challenge, what did you guys think of it? Was this the first puzzle And like, how long?
1: And, and wait, the ch- Boogie, wait, hold on, hold on. Boogie brings up a great point about Fezzi, and some people like Justin Mealing just says because Fezzi fucking sucks. Honestly, that's the right answer. But Boogie brings up a great point. Corey and Kyle beat him in a final. So, all right, n- enough of Fezzi. He's the woke. He's the whoa. Sorry, we need, Jeff.
0: wait, wait. We need Andy versus Fezzi in a Hall bra. Book it now. God, low man wins. Low man wins. Andy, Andy would break his rib. <laughs> he was getting murdered.
1: Fezzy, I know.
0: No, God. Um. All, right, all
2: right. All right. Thoughts on the challenge. I would say overall, overall, I, I was a fan of this. It wasn't anything special. Um, I like the fact that it was like a little bit mental with the puzzle aspect, and we'll get into that. Um, but like you had to – I like that there was some sort of strategy, and you know, you find the pieces, and you know, whether you tell another team or not that they, that you found it, and all of that, and and all that. So I, I would say overall a good challenge. Nothing great, but again, like I feel like challenges in general these days just kind of quality is just down a little bit. Um, but I, I would say it was fine.
0: What I want to bring up, basically all I have to say is how I felt was what that challenger wrote. Was it even a puzzle They you literally had the answer key? <laughs> like like I felt like the whole setup was just so like weird for this. Like I'm, I'm fine with the digging and stuff like that, but I would have liked it better if it was like, am trying to think of the, you know how they put like the capitals for the one, like they gave them a list of countries and they didn't just give them the answers. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So if they gave them like, let's say I, like Indiana or whatever, what's the state capital of that? And, you know, basically you just move on, move on, move on, move on. So you there would be thinking involved, not just, okay, this is the piece. That's it. So um, I don't know. That's how I felt about it. Andy, or anybody else, what do you guys got?
1: Uh, I thought so. I thought they tried to do a bit of showing alliances and, like, showing the fact that if you find someone else's puzzle piece, you can, like, yell at them, hey, you over here, you over here. was like an interesting twist it obviously didn't end up mattering a whole lot because Devin had no one helping him and him and gabby ended up winning i again and we talk about this it seems like almost every episode this wasn't really a puzzle it was just match what is right in front of your face but when the average iq is like 16 that is a puzzle so like even though Devin was fighting against everyone else the, once he got his t- 10 puzzle pieces and Josh, who had probably had their 10 for five minutes, was still just babbling around like an idiot, no doubt in my mind he was going to win because Devin's the only one who's just like somewhat smart. And I say somewhat because, like, again, and we've talked about this multiple times, if you do one puzzle, you're the puzzle champ. And this wasn't even a puzzle, but people are probably like, oh, my gosh, Like,
0: we do not want to see Devin in a puzzle. Very very uh sarah rice ask in the puzzles yes
1: yeah, yeah Jasmine I, I, I don't
2: yeah it's it's definitely not like uh what you what like the normal person would classify as a puzzle it's almost just like is it is part of the challenge something where you have to use your brain for it cuz exactly. this one it was not a puzzle it was grab these things a physical like run down and pick them up carry it back and then use your eyes to look at something and then match the pieces that you just picked up to it.
1: Absolutely. This this struck me as something bananas or less would just smoke. Absolutely dominate. Agree. Because all it takes is a little bit of thinking.
2: So my the one the one question I have just in terms of how the challenge like what the challenge was and everything was like in the in that little uh sand pit where they were digging for the pieces and everything like were the, like how could you come across somebody else's piece and like like so so i was thinking about it each team had 10 pieces there was nine teams so in that field there were 90 pieces buried were there like poles to say like dig here because like like just seeing some of the aerial shots it was almost like it was too big to just dig anywhere because then you'd be digging for like hours and you would never find pieces so i i i was thinking that maybe they had like flag saying like this is a piece in this area
0: that's what it like, was
2: not gonna say there were that poles was, that, so so the poles are where the pieces
0: were yes every so, single pole had a piece yeah wasn't there a hundred poles i, I, I,
2: no, I don't know i i saw poles i didn't know yeah. if that necessarily signaled yeah, where they. There,
0: were. there was i think a hundred poles and then you basically your torches maybe that was the, the word thank you that challenger and you just dig in that spot and that's where one of them were yeah. And so and so your pieces it's not like they were like, oh, here's a hundred pieces in this, you know, hundred yards by hundred yards spot. Find him. No, it but, wasn't it, but, like it, but that. it but it it also had hundred torches lined up.
2: Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah. That I mean that, that, that's what I thought because it wouldn't make sense to like have one team's pieces the entire column because then you're always gonna find your own pieces. So Absolutely, it was just yeah. here's where all the pieces are buried, figure it out, mm-hmm. find yours.
0: Yeah. But yep. I thought it was interesting. I mean, I don't know, I'm not like, I'm not a huge fan when, when they give the answers away like that. Um, you know, I just, I, 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 it lose a little lust. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I want it to be exciting, but can we talk about how Josh didn't, didn't win? Like, that's embarrassing. Like they had the Why answer. Are you, sur- she- they, they are you surprised? Win? No, no, no. Here's the thing. They found all them, all the pieces first, which right. good for them, whatever. They literally had everything. All you had to do was walk 100 meters and be like, okay, this is how it's lined up. You had like a – it felt like a five-minute head start, and they couldn't figure it out. I literally tweeted, if they would have won that challenge, we would have skipped this entire segment right now talking about the challenge because I was so pissed. I was like, this sucks. How are they Um, doing so well? But how – Trev, I think you're forgetting something. He's an idiot. God. Well, yes, I know that. But Nani's a person, too.
1: And she's an idiot.
0: God. Give her some respect.
1: Yeah, because she's won a lot of challenges. God. And she's only been doing this a couple years.
0: God, it's not like she's been well, on 10 seasons why, why, and one.
1: CT said it perfectly towards like the beginning of this episode. Yeah, Josh is a non-threat. <laughs> I mean, this episode proved it. Do you not remember when he tried throwing a ball? God. <laughs> I mean he looked like an, an absolute moron. The guy's not good at anything. When when he got it done first, not a for not one second did I think they were actually gonna win this challenge.
0: So Ian, my question to you with Josh, because we all know he's gonna go back into an elimination. Who who do you want him to go against to get to lose to?
1: He's losing to anyone aside from maybe Devin in a strictly physical, not athletic, physical challenge.
0: But who would Maybe you want to see?
1: Anyone else. Maybe Fezzi because he would walk over him like a doormat. Maybe CT. I mean, but, like, seriously, think about it. CT, Darrell, Corey, Kyle, Fez, all these guys would just snowplow over him.
0: God, yeah. We, we hate Josh, but he is a friend of the program. So we got to respect <laughs> it uh alex where are we
2: i mean the the just the last thing before the challenge was uh i think big ct that team got did the classic and they they made it very obvious with the confessionals wait, wait
0: wait wait i am i reading that right sorry that yeah last comment i'd pay money to watch josh take out Fezzi though come
1: on i, <laughs> would. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I would too if you could tell me that if Josh and Fezzi met in a hall brawl and somehow, some way, Josh won, I would
0: pay a lot of money to see that. Would it happen? No. We have, we have Josh who is salt as a baby's butt versus a University of Tennessee.
1: No, but that's what I'm saying. If if we knew, knew that Josh, player, there's no chance. If I know, but if we could know that. If that Josh would beat Fezzi, I mean, that's like, yeah, I would pay like five grand to see the Colts win the Super Bowl. Is it going to happen? No. But if you told me that if I paid five grand it would happen, I would. If I pay, – I'd pay a hundred bucks to see Josh somehow beat Fezzi in a physical elimination. That would be awesome.
0: Mikey the doctor wrote, when are you guys inviting Josh back on the pod on for review? Honestly, dare we? Should we? Would you guys want it? I feel like you guys would make him cry in the chat, and that's what you I'm guys had
2: out. him without me.
0: That is true. We
2: we also had him though. We also had him on the podcast two episodes into his challenge career, and now we're four seasons deep. So a lot's changed.
1: Yeah, we yeah uh, we're now four seasons deep in one elimination win. <laughs> oh God,
0: <laughs> we were young, we were desperate. What can we say?
1: We'll
2: get into that. Um, all right. So, tra- challenge is over. Challenge is over. Devin and Gabby win. I think just because of the fact that it was a you know quote unquote puzzle, not too surprising. All these people are idiots. Uh, so, so we have uh, Devin and Gabby are the double double agents. Yep, is what we call them. Um, that obviously plays a big factor in the second half of the episode. Then we get back to the house, and there's a lot of different things that happen here. Basically, they kind of revisit Devin saying, "If CT wants it, and, and there's nothing else that he wants to do, they'll uh, Devin will pick CT to go in. Uh, but but then this kind of starts the whole where Gabby wants to go in, and like rightfully so, she's there's two at this point. There's two girls' skulls left. There's not a strong competition trying to go in. And Gabby wants to go in, um, and then the the night out ends. The night out in the igloo ends up with uh, Devin having that little uh, anti Big Brother VIP
0: club. I mean, here's the thing: Devin is good on TV. Like he plays the part right. Uh, I think sometimes he overdoes it, um, but like I think the best way to describe him, and I think Jesse Adams hit the nail right on the head. I've liked Devin this season. I don't know how you guys feel. He's kind of turned. Some I don't know if it's no bananas or anything like that. Let me go this
1: route. Let me go this route with you, Trev. I I have always been on the record as being a huge Devin hater. Yes, he's now one of my favorite people on the show. Oh come on! And I think he's gotten better. Like he's less of just like a true asshole at his core. And now, like when he is an asshole, he knows it. And he's kind of poking the bear, and Josh is a big old fuzzy bear. Um, but <laughs> what I do like about Devin is Devin gives me a feel of how the old school challenge used to be, of like having fun and like shitting on people and pulling pranks and like doing stuff like something as simple as the little uh, Big Brother haters club, and that's like with with uh, bananas when he did the pictures of. Uh, um God, who's uh, the the chick from the Holy Trinity that Bear was hooking up with? Why can I not think of her name? Kayla. Kayla. When bananas was putting pictures of Kayla and her boyfriend aside or on top of the bed when Bear's hooking up with her. Like Devin does that kind of stuff that I don't think anyone else does. And we've talked about this before. I think now with um bananas, bananas not being on this, West not being on it, it's just kind of nostalgia. Like Devin actually kind of gives me hope in the challenge. I never thought I would say that, but he gives me hope that there is still some, you know what, I'm going to be an asshole and have fun doing it. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And, and just going off of that, I would say that, yeah, like you said, there's a few different things that I've, I've also been very anti Devin since he's been on the challenge. I almost think, like, I don't think it's a coincidence that the one time he's started to become a little more likable this season is the first time he's done a season with both Josh and Fessy. Like, 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 you know, Fessy and Devin have both done a few. This is obviously Fessy's second, but like the fact that, you know, some of the bigger names, bananas and West aren't on right now. And you pair somebody like Devin with two of the, two of the smallest brains in the current, you know, challenge casting pool with Josh and Fessy, like Devin, Devin will eat that alive. And that's what he's been doing and and good for him.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Agreed. All right, so where, where were we? I, well, I think
1: that takes us right into the whole Devin versus Josh. And we kind of touched on that a bit, but any other thoughts on that? I mean, we've talked about Josh and Devin both, but any thoughts on that whole engagement throughout the post-challenge?
2: I don't think so. And I think, like, I I was expecting a little more when like Josh, you know, went to their little club and started, uh, started chirping and all that. I think one of the things that kind of stuck out to me, especially when, and kind of skipping ahead a little bit when Mm -hmm. Devin and Gabby sat in and saw the votes, saw the house votes that ended up being uh, Corey and Amber. (laughs) It was almost like, it was almost like Devin and Gabby win the challenge. And, you know, Devin was like, you know they played it up huge with like oh he's drunk with power and all that he's messing with all these people and it was almost like just the fact that he was winning he expected everybody to just do something without even talking about it he didn't really have like a plan for what he wanted to use his power for because the second cory and amber got the most votes he was like oh like I wanted a different team to get the house vote. It didn't happen. And now I don't really know what to do. And he said he was, he said himself, he was throwing names at the wall and all of that. So it was almost like Devin and, and Gabby got power. And he didn't really have a plan about what he wanted to do with it. He just wanted to keep saying that he had the power.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's just classic ham, you know, a little stir in the pot.
1: Um, what about what about this? So let's let's talk deliberation real quick. Is that a good transition? What are your thoughts
0: on Lolo's whole speech? Because I've got a few, but I want to get your guys' take. I mean, we already know where you're going with it, so so I, I feel like we're, for Andy, it's, I agree with what Andy's probably going to say with that being completely bullshit. Uh, why should we feel sorry for her? Like I, 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 I do. I do. Just want to
2: start because this was definitely something that came to mind during the episode. Because I don't know if you guys have been, <laughs> I don't know if if you guys have uh, been made aware of this, but I've seen just through the challenge Twitters, challenge Reddits of the world, and some of the after shows that the challenge has been doing. Um, basically, what I've understood, and the chat can correct me if I'm wrong, is that there's almost been some sort of Un, unaired agreement, I should say. They haven't shown it on the season at all, but this kind of agreement from a lot of the cast, basically from day one, to not vote Lolo in, to not give her the chance to go to a final. I think it was spearheaded mainly, and and again, like I'm surprised they haven't shown any of this on in the in the episodes, but from what I've read, basically from day one, Cam kind of got the whole house to say, We're never going to vote Lolo in because she cannot get a skull. If she wins, so be it. We'll figure that out. But we're not going to vote Lolo in. Keep her out of the game. The rest, the 14 other teams or whatever, we play our own game out, you know, and figure it out. Um, But the plan was from the beginning to keep Lolo out. And I've seen comments about that for a couple weeks. And I think now was the first time we saw, like, pretty clear evidence of it. Because, I mean (laughs) – Lolo's a nutcase, and she didn't really help herself with the way she was crying during her speech. But like you saw, like all of the cast basically just like threw her aside when she wanted to go in.
0: Yeah, no shit.
1: Like not not to discredit what you were saying, but why in the world would anyone listening to that say? You know what? It's very clear that your team is in shambles. And you and your teammate individually are two of the best competitors out here. We'll throw you a bone. Are you kidding me? Welcome to the challenge. That what she just described, 2AT was why no one would put you in because your team is a mess, nothing's gonna change that, and you're not gonna get a gold school. Like she gets on this little soapbox going on and on. And the only thing on my mind was like, you are solidifying the fact that no one here should vote for you. Welcome to the challenge. And also, her and Nam went win a challenge. How the hell have they not won a challenge yet? Like, because I and I think we would all probably agree individually they're some of the best competitors on on here. Like for the guys and the girls, win a challenge, get some power. Like, take the game in your own hands, but for her to, like, have this sob story of, well, me and my partner are fighting, but I want my gold skull, who do, who do you think going to say, like, you know what, I felt that.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's I agree. Cool. I mean, honestly, I agree 100%. Like, the challenge, like, you need you need to win. You need to win. This isn't like Make a Wish where we just give you a free trip to, you know, get one. And obviously, if they vote her in, she's going to win. Like, we all know that, right? So, yeah. um, Well, and on top of that, if they vote her in, it gives Devin
1: infinitely more power because he can pretty much choose who he wants out of the game.
0: Yeah. Because of that reason. So, that
1: was just so stupid.
0: Yeah, I could not agree more. All right, all right. So so
2: deliberation, uh that group cast their vote and the House vote is very decisively uh Amber, M and Corey. Devin and Gabby see this, and then this is where it kind of started to build a little bit more in terms of I mean Devin threw out to Gabby I think like six different options of like who we should vote for and all that, like because Gabby Clearly, still wanted to go in, um, but I think that was, I think that was about it. Should we get into the elimination? Please, please. So we go to the elimination. I don't know about you guys, but obviously, I mean, the second you see the second, the second you see that the hallway, hallway in the sand. I mean, that's always, uh, that's always a good sign. Gets those juices flowing and all that. Um, so so let's let's walk through this they get to the hall brawl they reveal that amber and corey are going down and then this is where i think they cut to commercial right before they decide on or they they reveal their votes right correct and then this kind of ties back to what we what we talked about in the opening it's just the fact that Devin was at a point Devin was at a point where he didn't want to go in. I mean, why risk it? He has a skull. Gabby needs a skull and they just clearly disagreed. It makes sense that they disagreed, but I just, I just don't get why Gabby didn't say we're voting for ourselves.
0: I, I don't know. I think Gabby needed to step up and she didn't. I think I've seen people say it in the chat earlier and we, we kind of hinted at it earlier. This was the time where she should have just volunteered to go in. Could,
2: could, is it safe to say, like, I know this is going to sound like super (laughs) simplistic, but is it safe to say that what you could boil that all down to is just the fact that Gabby's a rookie? I mean, if if Gabby had done two, three seasons, she knows in this situation to not let your partner control what's going on. Whereas in her mind, she's like, oh, Devin has a hold of this game. He knows what he's doing, blah, blah, blah. She's clueless.
0: I just think it's tough. You know, like you said, she's a rookie. And when you're in that scenario and your partner has a skull, and I mean, we all knew it was going to be a female um, elimination, but still, you're not a thousand percent sure. So I think it's hard for somebody to just, you know, risk it all and tell their partner we're going to be fine and just go with me here. You know what I'm saying? Especially being a rookie. I mean, it's tough. Yeah. But you you like Devin should have been smart enough to be like this is a, going to be a girls elimination. Like I think correct me if I'm wrong, Leroy was in the same scenario with Casey. Right? It was even because normally like like next week, for example, should be a guys elimination because we're a guy down or girl down, excuse me. Correct?
1: Well, I mean, based on what we saw tonight, I don't know if you'd say that. What do you mean? Security breach.
0: Oh, God.
1: (laughs) We'll get get into that. What does Um, that even mean? Well, I think (laughs) the last time we had security breach was Ashley, right? Coming back? Yes. That's what TJ said, right? The problem is they're confusing their own lingo. They've got this whole (laughs) spy spiel going. And now they're, getting, now they're getting trapped. Now
0: they're getting trapped. I
1: have so no idea. <laughs> going back to Devin, though, I think that's – you hit the nail on the head. It's a prime example of Devin being a seasoned vet, knowing that if he can convince a rookie just to believe in him and trust him, that he will put – he will end up – making her not do what's best for her own game, and that will benefit his game the most. Yeah, and and you can't blame him for that. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. (laughs) Whoa, whoa, whoa. Jesse Adams, five bucks MSU beats Indiana. As much as I want to take that, I have already lost way too much money on the Hoosiers this year.
0: God, security breach is a stolen skull opportunity. What
2: does that even mean?
0: <laughs> I have no idea. I just
2: that, that sounds like it makes
1: sense. I just well, question what about this? Let me go this route with you. What if what if two non-school competitors go in? The winner gets to steal one from anyone.
2: Kind of
0: like the non- island. Oh come on. I'm just saying. I don't think it's out of the realm of possibilities. Mercenaries would be sick. I don't know if I want mercenaries. Could you imagine, like, right now they're just like, if you want to be the best, you got to beat the best. And then you just see Johnny Bananas walking down to the ring right now.
1: Yeah, but Johnny's not the best.
0: Best hasn't been on in quite some time. God, watch it with the Kenny time. All right,
1: All right.
2: so, so when, when Devin and Gabby decide to not vote themselves, and they pick um, Amber B. and Durrell. why was – I mean, Josh threw a classic fit about it, but wh- I, I, I didn't quite follow what that was. Like I know they had talked maybe for one or two confessionals about why they would throw them in, but it was never like – like I, I just didn't follow that at all. Because it would be one thing if it was like they were friends and Devin said, oh, I'm going to vote you guys in so you have a chance to get their school. But they're not; they're enemies, and they wanted them to be the house vote. So I just didn't follow why Josh was so butt hurt about not getting Devin's vote.
1: I'm gonna stop you right there. You can never ask a question that starts with "I don't understand why Josh was so butt hurt" because I'm not- you could say anything. You be, I don't know why Josh is so butt hurt. Why but it's a beautiful day? Well, yeah, because he'll find the one cloud and be like, you know what? Some things in life just aren't perfect. He's just such a pussy. I'm not, I'm not surprised I'm not surprised by it at all.
2: I just didn't know if there was some sort of conversation I missed. I get that Nani – I mean, because you think about it, Josh already has his skull. Nani doesn't. So she maybe wanted to go down, but, like, I mean, they were – I feel like this is the third or fourth time where Josh has kind of thrown a fit from, like, the little standing ground up there. But
1: not surprised at all. I mean, I mean that's I don't, to, to answer your question, I don't know why he was he was bitching and moaning about the fact that Devin was trying to call him out and rally the house against him. And then Devin had the chance to put him in himself and didn't capitalize on that. Honestly, I was a bit confused by their pick of Amber and Durrell Personally, I thought for sure it was going to be Josh. And I. But I mean, that's. Josh was just trying to call him out for being a pussy, even though Josh is just like literally the Michelin man. So he's got no room to talk
0: about anything. But
1: I, I, what, what were your, were you guys surprised by the Amber and Durrell pick?
0: I just don't know who they would have picked. Josh like, and Nani. There, there was no, no, and I, I don't think they would have picked Josh and Nani because realistically, I don't think they want that team to get another skull. Uh, Devin didn't want. Why would Devin want to throw Nani a bull? You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, I feel like it's so open. Like, obviously, whoever they were going to pick, realistically, was going to be Amber M, Let's be real.
1: Um, well, let me ask you this, then, because that's a really good point. Why, if that's Devin's logic, and I think that very well could be the case, because I think Amber M was a layup for anyone. He should have it in, to
0: Lolo. That would have cost so much.
1: Well, well, my question is why why give it why give a skull to another member of Big Brother Alliance and Amber? B, that is true. Like if you're doing that, why not do and why not do Gabby? Even though you're kind of putting yourself at risk, like if that's Devin's idea and that's his thought process, it does not make sense to put Amber B in because his whole thing was. Big brother, you know, VIP club, they stink, yada, yada. I think that could have been the case, but it's, I'm still very confused. Still very confused. What if
0: Devin, when they said who they were voting for, what if they were like, you know what, Lolo, if I vote for you, would you switch partners to me?
1: I ain't mad at that. I ain't mad at that either. Especially in front of everybody.
0: That'd be bonkers.
1: Lola would jump at it, but Gabby would not. Gabby would have nothing to do with that.
0: But Devin, Devin says, "Give it to, give it to Lolo beforehand." But then he would say that to make it, you know, a little more climactic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Would have been Just a good move.
1: move. That that kind of goes back to earlier. Devin's drunk with power, but doesn't know what he wants to do
0: with it. Yeah. yeah.
1: When they went with Amber and Durrell, that's the feeling I got. Is mm-hmm. he had all this power, but he missed his shot?
0: Uh, what would TJ do if they didn't uh, agree on the choice, uh, Devin and Gabby? We talked about that earlier. I don't know. I mean, you like if I was Gabby, I would have went against Devin. What's the worst that can happen? They they get thrown in. That's what she wants. So I don't know. What, what do you, what, Chad? What do you guys think? And then Andy, what what do you think? Or Alex?
2: Alex, I mean, I I think if they would have tied. The only other option I think, aside from TJ saying you guys are coming down, would be to let the house vote, or let the you know let everybody else cast their vote on who they would want to call call in there, or Ooh. let Jennifer and Corey decide.
1: I think that's what it would. I think that would be Plan B. I think Plan A would maybe be bring the double agents down. Plan B, because like I don't think they would do a whole whole blown house vote. But I do think they would say, you know what? If you guys don't pick, we're gonna let them pick.
0: Hmm. Um, Mikey the doctor. Mikey the doctor did right. I mean, we are pretty stupid. Uh, Lolo couldn't have picked Devin if she went in because obviously he was sick. So that's on us. <laughs> that's on me. But nobody stops me. I'll be there. So really nobody stopped me.
2: It was a good idea for a couple minutes.
0: It, it sounded was good. Not really. good. Yeah.
2: All right, so, so what do we think about the elimination itself? I mean, it was a, it was a hall brawl with, you know, the classic, oh, we're going to – this is not the hall brawl. You know there's going to be a twist. The twist didn't really do much.
1: Yeah, let's get into the elimination.
0: I think we should get into the elimination. And personally, God, what is this? Um,
2: Trev, what did you think about the elimination?
0: Um. I mean, I love seeing a hole brawl, but when it's like that, I mean, it it hurts. It hurts to watch. I mean, from (laughs) dropping the ball to running without it, it kind of gave me the vibes of the – what's it called? The T-Bone one where – who was it? Tyler, who wasn't picking up the ball. (laughs) (laughs) Tyler
2: and Adam, they both fucked it up. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Adam and uh, CT, yeah. That's what it kind of gave me the vibes of from Rivals 1. Uh, But, God, it was a pillow fight that Challenger wrote. Which I mean, I thought the initial contact was really good, and then it just—I think that contact, you know, as soon as Amber M got hit like that, she's like, "I don't want to feel that ever again," and she kind of just, you know, tried to survive, you know. Uh, so, what'd you qu- think?
1: question, question for you two: Did you realize that Amber B was as big as she is? I mean, once they suited up, it was a no-brainer. Amber B's gonna run over. Her. But I, if you would have asked me before they suited up who was going to win, I would have said it's a toss-up. But um, once they got suited up, I was like, this is no brainer. Am I crazy in thinking this is the first time we really saw that Amber is like that?
0: <laughs> um, I,
1: oh,
2: I, I noticed the exact same thing about Amber B. I okay.
0: mean, honestly, my question to you guys would be, and I know we've done a lot of Who would have won this type of matchup? Who's the bad guy? Amber M versus Big T in this challenge, in this elimination. Who wins? I don't
1: think Big T's beating anyone in a physical elimination. Period. I think. Maybe. maybe maybe You think Big T would win? I mean, Amber M, she's so (laughs) soft. God. I think Big T genuinely weighs like 75 pounds.
0: And Big Amber T M's what, deep. 85?
1: Like, come on. I'm saying, it's got 10 pounds on God.
2: I don't know. Chat, i, don't chat, know chat, I chat, 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 chat. Who do Great you guys
0: Big T or Amber M? We got one vote for Big T right now.
2: It's close. I mean, you could do that 10 times. Oh, come on. <laughs> I don't know. And get two different winners.
0: <laughs> what? Um all right so elimination happens kind of a shit show like we all expected um amber m uh loses and amber b wins
2: quite question for you guys and and definitely the chat looking at you boogie brown how i feel like there has to be at least one other time in terms of eliminations where two people with the same name are going against each other. We had Amber and Amber tonight. I I was thinking maybe Nicole has bananas, bananas went against little Johnny Riley and like one of the exiled.
0: But people forget who actually made it up the mountain first in free agents.
2: It was bananas, right?
0: No, little Johnny, baby. I think he has a kid on the way. Little girl, little chiquita. Oh come on! All right. Um, where are we?
2: I I mean that was the elimination, and then one of my favorite moments of the episode, and maybe we'll get into this in terms of MVP, LVP, uh, was just when TJ was asking Amber B what she wants to do, who she does she want to stay or never at whatever, and and she cut she cut TJ off and said. I'm sticking with Darrell. Like, he's been my guy the whole time. And like, I love that. Because it was it was respect for the OGs. And just the fact that she didn't even let TJ finish. Like, that was a ballsy move. Like, I mean, I I, in in Darrell, like we've talked about past couple episodes, he really hasn't done much. He's 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 skated by the whole whole season, really. Um, but she still had enough respect for him to be like, this guy's a vet, he's a champ. I trust him. I know what he's doing. And I have a skull now, so I really don't have much to lose. So I'll trust being on his team. Mm -hmm. And then then that leads to Corey being a rogue agent.
0: Again. I mean, Um, is Corey going to see an elimination? Yes? No?
1: (laughs) I don't know. That's a great question.
0: God, uh, Avery the, the, is the problem brother. is that would
1: take him winning a challenge, and he's going to be a rogue agent for half the damn challenges.
0: And he's out next elimination, which is a guy's elimination. Yeah, that's I, what I'm saying.
2: I, I I think I'm actually very curious to see how the next episode is going to go, because I think to, going into tonight we knew that it was probably going to be a girls, and we knew that there was plenty. Well, I guess two girls' skulls still available whereas when we start next wednesday we're going to assume it's going to be a guy's day and all five schools are taken so i just think it's going to be and we saw with the security breach and all that like i think i think next week is going to tell us a lot about how the next few episodes are going to go
0: absolutely
1: quick question for you too and i don't i don't think we touched on it as much as we should have but if we did at all but in terms of the small twist of the balls, what were your thoughts on the twist itself? Like, do you think it helped all brawl, or would you have rather seen a hall brawl best of three ring the bell like we normally see?
0: Best of three. Because I, why? I think I agree. Why? Especially, f- example, for tonight, was after you get hit once, you don't want to get yeah. hit. Exactly. You, you force them to get hit again. And Alex?
2: Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think I think the whole like carrying balls back to your station or whatever, that's good in an elimination like uh, like the T-Bone one that we already mentioned, especially yep. when it's like partners and there's like five of them. So you really focus less on hitting each other, which makes it a completely different elimination. Whereas this one, the point of it is to get physical run into a run in a hallway against another person. And throwing the balls in there just kind of takes away from that for no, really for no purpose. Agreed.
1: And you could tell by, um, they kind of made it, I think now that we're going to start repeating eliminations, they're going to start adding the little twists. Like when they did the one where you um, have the rope and you like have to hoist yourself, like that Leroy one recently, and they just extended it another length. I think we're going to see little tweaks like that, but I do agree. It was, it took away from it and Wes, was it Wes against Big Easy maybe, where he tried different strategies on different rounds? You can't do that here. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. it's the same Once thing. Once you get down, it's it's kind of over. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Another question for you guys. So what were your thoughts? So we talked about Amber B obviously winning, dominating and sticking to, with Darrell as her partner. So you guys, we talked about the fact that that is like a very like loyal, committed move. I didn't think that was the right move. So, we, so there's, for- there's, there's, there can be a difference between like, I understand, I respect it, like she's sticking with him. But do you guys think it was the right move?
0: I mean, the right move for me would have been to go get if you don't want to go into an elimination again to grab someone else with a skull.
1: Exactly. And that's why you missed it.
0: But I think Darrell has done a good enough job to keep her out now. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Um, and I feel like with one more girl, I feel like the girls are kind of like pretty even except Cam. I think Cam is by far the best. And then everything else after that with skulls are pretty like evenly spread out. I guess Casey, you got to put respect on Casey's name too. But I everything think so. else, I feel like you know respect you on like, her name. Like, yeah, but, God, um, I just feel like it's so open. Like if if this was between Nani and Amber B, I feel like it's a really close matchup. I probably would give the edge to Amber B, but it's a lot closer.
1: Alex, what do you got? Well, yeah.
2: No, no, I, I agree. I think like you said, I think there's you can respect what she did staying with the and also think that it's not necessarily the best move. Cause I mean, if you're her, right. why not go with somebody with the skull and maybe somebody like Kyle who is a good enough competitor where he's not gonna be, you know, like somebody like Fessy, like has a big target on his back still, he might still go in at some point. And somebody as bad as Josh, like he's going to go in just to get uh, a good opportunity for somebody else to get their school. And so just being tied to someone on either end of that spectrum might be a bad decision. But going going with someone like Kyle or Leroy, I think would be a safe pick. But yeah, I mean, and I, I don't know. I mean, good for her for respecting Durrell and all that. But I don't know if it was necessarily the smartest pick.
1: Yeah, I I agree. Here's here's my final thoughts on that too. I mean, we saw this episode firsthand what happens if you have a power couple with one person that has a school and one that doesn't. There's a huge conflict of interest there and like that's not good for a team. And we saw that today. And that's why like I think the idea of like Cam or uh, Kyle and Leroy would have been great because it's also not like they could just push her out eventually. Like if she partners up with Leroy, nothing's gonna change unless someone wins and steals him or vice versa.
0: That's Which, actually like, really smart. If she would have gone with Leroy,
1: yeah, or or Kyle, I think both of them would have been great options. Yeah, because like they're not gonna get voted. She punched. She would have punched her take it to the finals. In my mind, if she would have picked Leroy, I think she would have. And here's her. the thing. And obviously, we haven't seen. Uh, double elimination, or we haven't seen a – I mean, obviously we've seen the, all right, guys, you got to get ready because the girls are going in. We haven't seen like a full-on twist like that yet. But if Darrell wants to go get his skull, which he obviously will, Amber B could get fucked, and that is totally on her.
0: You think Darrell would leave her?
1: No, no, no. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying if if – Darrell's thinking it's gonna be a guy's day, and he is like he gets them down into the elimination, and then it's a double elimination. That's on Amber.
0: Mm-hmm. No, I follow. Uh, that challenger writes, double next week. No chance. There's no chance. Oh. I I think we have, have have we have to have one at some point. Security breach. I think if we're ever going to have a double, the numbers have to be aligned. And they're not. So
1: That's exactly why I think we could have one beforehand.
0: I, I don't know. I just don't see it. I feel – I think I'm, I'm still on that stupid uh, – Trev, there's nine episodes to go still. I know. Even so if, even, so even if the they did
1: we? one where the numbers didn't add up, it would make sense because they can throw – you don't want to save all your curveballs for the ninth inning. You want to throw one in there in the sixth and have them being on their toes. I mean, if they're not hitting
0: it, you might as well.
1: They are hitting it, though. That's the thing. Every yeah. time. If they think it's a guy's elimination, it's a guy's. If they think it's a girl's, it's a girl's. That has stayed very truth out the whole season. Security breach.
0: God, no chance. Tim Wayfield's coming in. Going back to earlier, do you think as a partner for Gabby is Fezzi or Devin? Uh, are you going to say, or are you just going to say? Oh. Yeah, <laughs> um,
1: I would. I think you got to say Fezzi. Um, he's got the numbers. He's got the physical mentality. Um, I like how Devin's
0: kind of earned her trust and all that good stuff, but. Eh yeah security I, breach Ashley's back I mean at Probably. this point who knows uh Alex are we ready for some segments
2: I think I think we're ready for some segments uh I mean yeah closing thoughts I, th- I think the episodes I think the episode was solid we recapped uh all of it and much more uh Episode is solid. I think we, you know, just expect the same quality next
1: week. (laughs) You good? What's going on over there? (sighs) Four roads just tasted like five. All (laughs) right.
2: All right. So we got a a few segments. Uh, First one tonight is this day in challenge history. Um, the first one, the first one I got is not a trivia question. I just I I, I looked this one up and I, I I I just wanted to share it with you guys in the chat. Um, so the first one, Battle of the Bloodlines. This was the finale. So Kara and Jamie win and all that. Um, but the what, what? But what I wanted to share with you guys is uh, on this day, February seventeenth. Uh, was also not just the finale of Bloodlines, but it was the reunion. And I I want to read to you, so Wikipedia has the list of people who were on the reunion. And I want to read the list to you guys. And just, I mean, we've talked about how shitty this season was. Imagine watching a reunion with the list of people I'm about to read. Oh, God. So the Bloodlines reunion, here were the people who were on it. Kara, Jamie, Jenna, Brianna, Bananas, Vince, Corey, Mitch, Anissa, Rihanna, Nani, Nicole, Abram, and Kellyanne.
1: I ain't, ma- I ain't mad at that reunion list.
0: It's terrible. <laughs> Is it? I mean, Andy, who's running the show? Mitch? <laughs> Mitch and Corey.
1: No, JB, obviously. God. I, I kind of like that
0: list. Call me crazy. <laughs> this list is
2: what, what do you think?
0: What about the list? Yeah, no, yes. God, the, the list is just out of control. I mean, that I'm telling you right now, that might be the worst challenge season of all time.
1: Oh, it's terrible. And usually, there should be no question about that. Can we all agree? It is the worst challenge season, right? Has to be.
0: Uh, Fifty Faces, Nicole. You mean yes? Yes, (laughs) absolutely. Well, Uh, at least what? I was just going to say, what other questions you got for us?
2: Well, I I was, I have one more. I was just going to say though that you know the fact that this is the finale and the reunion and all that. That's this is going to be the last time that at least for this season, that we revisit this day in challenge history for Bloodlines.
0: Wow. Thank God. All
2: right. So the next one for this day in challenge history is going to be Battle of the X's. 2. The challenge on this day was the trivia challenge. Who won it? X is two.
0: I'm going to go with Jordan and Sarah. That was going to be my guess. But I don't think they did. I thought it was a weird team. I thought it was like Zach and Jonay.
2: It was a weird team. wasn't Zach? No. Hmm. Like less likely, like dumber people. Was Jimmy?
0: Jay was, and Jenna? Was, Ryan McCord?
2: Jay and Jenna.
0: Wow,
2: this was the classic. Ryan McCord beating Boogie.
1: Well done.
2: <laughs> this is the classic. Uh, Cousin, I'll I'll just skip the rest of the trivia because this was when Jay and Jenna won, and they voted Leroy and Naya in, and Leroy was pissed. I mean, rightfully so. Uh, and this. We'll get into it next week or so, but yes, Jay and Jenna, Episode 7, won the Trivia Challenge.
0: Sorry, I'm just reading some of these comments, and I I have to admit, the chat has been popping tonight. Jesse Adams has been on fire. Ryan McCord's been on fire. I mean, Mikey the Doctor, the usual goats, back at it again. Boogie. Sorry, just had to get that off. What
2: else? What else is new? God. All All right, what else we
0: got? Right,
2: what, segment, what
0: segment's what next? MVP, LVP?
2: Well, we got oh, we got the classic uh, segment. Who's Corey's partner?
0: <laughs> God.
2: And, and I think tonight uh, is Rogue. Yeah. Right. Okay. So that was uh, who's Corey's partner? Um. And we, guess what? Next week we're gonna have a different answer. Yeah. <laughs> well, we got we're bringing it back next week. God um god Trev, anything else you want to bring up before mvp lvp of the episode
0: no i'm all set let's let's dive right in mvp lvp uh you guys in the comments you know what to do give us the order um and while we while you guys write down the order let's guess who Corey's next partner is So this would be, assuming it would be a guy's elimination. Right. Probably.
2: I'm trying to think of the guys that you would rule out of going home.
0: I would only rule Leroy out.
2: I would rule Leroy, maybe Fessy.
0: Right. All right. So do we have an order now? God, are we gonna answer the prediction first? What do we think? We think God, a lot of things all over the places. I saw Andy wait, first.
1: Wait. Okay.
0: I think Andy should go first, Alex go second, and I'll go last.
2: Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Snake draft. Okay. And then and then as we're giving our picks, you guys give your picks. I don't know,
0: actually. A lot of people are saying me second now, so <laughs> So how about this? Andy, Trev, Alex. We'll do that.
1: Andy, take it. Okay, okay. Uh my MVP was actually very easy. Um it's gonna be Devin. Oh he I mean the challenge was stacked against him in terms of like they had the whole like you can tell people where your like pieces are. Josh buried his piece. Oh, he's not gonna find this. Obviously found it, outsmarted him, uphill battle, won it. I think he played his partner incredibly well, too. Um, I was a little skeptical on the whole Amber and Darrell pick, but I I think Darrell was super – or sorry, not Darrell, Devin, was super entertaining. I think he had a very good performance, and I think he's got a a very good – Foundation to build on. So, my MVP is Devin, and I don't know if I ever would have given Devin MVP previously before this season. But man, he's uh, he's growing on me.
0: Um, my MVP tonight. I kind of hinted at it a few times tonight throughout the pod. Um, but I think there's definitely only one MVP tonight, and it's got to be the chat. The chat has been popping. Everybody's been. Just unbelievable tonight. So I just I'm glad you know after last week's shit show we're just officially back. So I gotta go. I gotta go to the chat. (laughs) Alex, who you got MVP?
2: That I if you would have not gone the chat, I definitely I definitely would have gone there. Um, From I mean when we re-listened to this pod, the first ten minutes of it, I feel like our vibes were off the chart because of what we saw going on in the chat. Um, yeah, chat chat MVP is a great pick. Um, my, my MVP pick for tonight, I'm going to go Amber B. Ooh. I'm going to go Amber B getting her skull. And I think what really kind of uh, stuck it for me was her little thing about Durrell cutting off tj i just was really a fan of that um you know paying respect to the veterans and all that so that was part of it and then getting her gold skull was part of it obviously she didn't beat the strongest competition um but just the fact that she got her skull when now that there's now there's only one left and tj kind of drove this home like especially with gabby basically saying no to this one like there's still how many girls do we have now? Gabby, Nani, Lolo, maybe who one have schools. who don't have schools. I think that's it. I think that I think that is it. I think there's three and then four. Four of them. I think there's one more girl. Gabby, Lolo, Nani, and one other girl. Maybe I don't know.
1: I think that's there,
2: it. There was nine girls before tonight. Amber went home, so there's eight. Four girls have schools. So who's the fourth one? We need the we need the chat in here quick. Isn't there one more? That's none. Nani, Gabby, Casey. No, Casey, it. Casey has it. Casey has it. Nani. Yeah. Gabby. Yeah. And that's it. Lolo.
1: Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I thought there was one more. Big T.
2: Oh. Big T, big T. <laughs> they, they, we're doing radar watch. Big T gets it for that reason. <laughs> all right. So, all right. So anyway, I would say MVP Amber B, just because you know the skulls are running down very quickly. Who knows what's gonna happen? Um she won when she won the challenge last week. Uh I mean all these guesses. She won the challenge last week, won the elimination this week. So I'm going Amber B MVP.
1: Wow! Good pick. Let me add, let me ask you guys this: Was that one of the more dominating elimination rounds that you've seen in a while? Because it's been definitely one of the more dominating ones I've seen. It was done. It was done in five seconds. Yeah, I was very impressed with Amber B.
0: It reminded me of I forget who was actually in it. It was Laurel versus somebody in like one of the the where you throw was it who. Who was it? Jasmine? Devin, it was who? Jasmine. Jasmine, sorry. Um where Jasmine had no shot at that. So classic mix up. I don't know. Okay.
1: All right, LVP out. So you got. My
2: LVP I'm going to go I'm going to go elimination twist. And I know that I know Trevor recently went with repeated eliminations. It's pretty similar, but basically what I'm saying is the LVP is the fact that they did this little three balls. Um, the three balls uh, twist in the hall brawl kind of ruined it. You know, we, we talked about this earlier. It makes the product a little worse. So I'm going – and we've seen it. They've done it before for a couple of eliminations, and we assume that it's going to keep happening. So, my LVP is going to be elimination twist. I like that pick.
0: I might have I to like give the LVP fun. to Alex for uh, repeating my pick.
2: Uh, no, it, was, it was different. It was not not your pick.
0: I know. I know. So, I was 100% going to go Gabby. But after reading some captions and stuff in the chat, I think I got to do the. If I'm giving the MVP to the chat, I got to do its favor by giving the LVP to Fezzi tonight because of his game. I mean, what's worse, his football game or his flirt game? I mean, come on. It's so classic. Uh, his ego's horrible. horrible. Uh, I hope he goes home eventually. Um, but yeah, that's my LVP tonight.
1: Good, good pick there, Trev. Good pick. Um, I mean, you guys left me with plenty to pick from for LVP. Um, and I do have some honorable mentions I want to run by you, but I think <laughs> this was my first choice for LVP and it's still I still have the option to take it. I'm going low low. She's a loony. She's a loony. Good I point. mean she was she you couldn't tell if she was talking about not getting along with Nam on a challenger perspective or on a boyfriend perspective like she was just all over the place she's just she's losing it she's literally she is cracking right now for the challenge and she does this whole speech that she thought was going to get people to vote for if 12 people voted for um that challenger says spot on lola belongs on 90 day fiance it's I say it every week. We need people on the challenge who want to be on the challenge. I mean I don't care. I don't care if that's fresh meat three or not. Yeah. But I just want I want people who want <coughs> to be in this for all of it. All of it. For all the drama, for all of the like mental aspect. That's what we need. And Lolo's not it. She's an Olympian. Good, like, good for her. There's a reason she's the only Olympian that's been on the challenge, and I can almost guarantee you she's going to be the last one. She's Absolutely. my OVP. Absolutely. Um, can I kick this off with a couple honorable mentions? Blow us. <laughs> I'm going to do a little rapid fire. All of mine are LVPs. Um, Gabby, Obviously right? I mean, we all know that. She should have sent herself down. She, like, took a backseat to Devin. Uh, Josh, I think we can all agree he's always on LVP Watch any given week. And his whole antics and everything tonight were just terrible.
0: I think, um, Andy, before you next honorable mention, should we just eliminate Josh from any LVPs for the rest of the year? Because we could literally just give them every single time. And I think we could literally do it every single episode and make a valid argument.
2: I, I think the fact that there's three of us, though, we got to keep them on the
1: table. Okay. That's fine. Great question, though. Great. Because you're not wrong. Okay. Um, I've got a kind of tandem last honorable mention. CT and Darrell, this goes back to last week for me. Corey was very adamant that he wanted the house vote. Where are Darrell and CT being overly vocal about that? Now, granted Darrell did get voted in by Devin, but I'm sick and tired of people skating by. You've got two of the all-time challenge greats and neither of them have been vocal about I want to go in and earn my school. Is that incorrect? No, you're right. But what what
0: are you sick and tired of?
1: People skating by. People skating by. Exactly. I agree. I agree. That's all my honorable mentions.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Honorable mention MVP. Nom for putting up <laughs> with Lola this long. That's pretty good. Um, anything else, Alex? You got any honorable mentions?
2: No, I don't have any honorable mentions. I would say two. Just before we kind of wrap this the 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 pot up, I would say two two stir the pot housekeeping things. One, we we may or may not be doing another. Uh, you know, off the Wednesday schedule sort of podcast episode. If we do and we go live, we'll tweet it out, you know, several times to let you guys know if you guys want to come join the chat and whatnot. Um, and we won't, it, uh, that won't just be this weekend, especially in the challenge off season, so to speak, when we do that, we'll, you know, get plenty of notice, but also, uh, as it relates to MVP and LVP, uh, I recently kind of did, uh, went back into some of our old picks for mvp and lvp and i marked down what like the official leaderboard like basically you know between the three of us adam whoever else we've had on the show um from oh. i think first from the you know the BM- BMFE days ryan mccord will know that um and way back then way or back than you would think uh basically what I, what i have and what i'm getting to is we have a long list of all of the MVP and LVP picks that we have. And I think it would be fun maybe on an an episode recap or separate, whatever we want to do, want to hear from the chat, obviously, would be just kind of a deep dive into that list. Um, And just looking at it and seeing who's on the top, who are some of our more obscure and funny picks over the years, over the five, six seasons we've done this. Who have we given MVP and LVP? to the most, who are some of the most wild picks. I think that, I think that would be one of the more electric segments we could have. And I don't think we could do that segment several times. I mean, it would just be, you know, looking at the list that we have, seeing who we've given the awards to, but I think that would be great.
0: Yeah. I mean, some of those picks are just ridiculous. I remember Alex sent us the list a few days ago and I mean, there's some, there's some classic ones, and Josh has to lead the LVP in his four seasons. Let me tell you, you'd be surprised on where some people are. <laughs> so,
1: I, I have seen the list. I think it warrants its own separate pot because we could go on for a while, and I think we should because it is electric. And you guys talk about Josh and Devin, Nellie. You might have the wrong first letter of the MVPs there, but it is just electric in terms of what we have on that list. I think it'd be warranted to do its own separate little pod. and Jesse Adams, I'm always taking the over on anything. one and a half prize for Lolo. that's a no-brainer. It's just a matter of if if she's around for three more episodes, I'm taking the over. so pencil me pin me in on the over. yeah, we might we might we'll talk about
2: it and see what we want to do. But yeah, we might just wait until if we did it between seasons so that, you know, the MVP LVP votes are kind of stopping. And so that we yeah. can kind of calculate them all. We might do that in a, in a challenge off season and just kind of do uh, a, a podcast solely on that. Cause I don't want to give too much away, but yeah, if you guys could see the full list that we've had for a few seasons now, it's, it's just absurd.
0: Yeah, and one other thing, with off-season coming around, believe it or not, nine weeks, I mean, I know we're at the halfway mark, but we are looking ahead a little bit. Uh, We do, I think we are going to run it back with some more Mount Rushmores. Um, So those are entirely different full pods. Uh, Yeah. So we would love for you guys to shoot us ideas on what you want to hear. I mean, it can be stuff from, I'm trying to think of what we've done, best eliminations, best, like, elimination rounds like i mean we're all over the place like literally why we love the challenge whatever you can give us uh mikey doctor we getting a fresh meat 3 fantasy cast video from andy i mean who knows i mean we're we're literally open to anything whatever you guys want to see we're we're completely down for whatever so hit us up whatever you want dm us tweet us whatever
2: yeah in 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 the that challenger uh I saw a question about the, the best teams March madness bracket that we're going to do. We are still a hundred percent doing that, that that's going to be a segment during uh, what is it? Double agents. That's going to be a segment during double agents that we have um, very, very soon. And what I was thought, what I mentioned earlier is we might have some sort of uh, selection show special. That's not part of the Wednesday recaps. Um, but aside from that, the, Debating of you know the best teams and all that. We'll get into that.
0: So, that's, so that's, let me.
2: That's still
1: coming, hundred percent. And let me go this route with you too. We have over the past years, ever since it goes back to the BMFE days, we always try to give the people what they want. <laughs> and right now, the challenge or the 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 live chat is. I think we can say has been electric. Whatever you guys want to see, whether it's either segments of Mount Rushmore's or like the March Madden, I think you guys are gonna love the bracket that we do. That is good. That's the first time we've done anything like it. it's gonna get, it could go off the rails. But whatever other things you wanna see from us, let us know because we wanna give you guys what you want to, to hear. And we've been watching the challenge for years nani made nani made a reference uh, this episode i've been doing this for 10 years and i don't have elimination well guess what nani i've been watching this for 15 and i don't have an, i don't have a challenge final win either this is on me you think you've been doing this for 10 years i've been doing this for 15 good for us we want to give you guys what you want. So any any ideas that you have, let us know, tweet at us, follow us on Twitter. We want to give you guys the best challenge content that we can.
2: Yeah, and and I think I think most of that will be most of that you guys have plenty of time to think of just cuz we have, you know, nine more episodes and everything, but like we mentioned a couple times uh, once the season ends, especially because we have this, you know, engagement with the live chat and everything. Uh, once the season ends and we're kind of in the, you know, the dreaded challenge off season, we want to keep doing and, you know, once a week, once every couple of weeks, whatever it is, challenge or, or stir the pod episodes on whatever it is. So I think, yeah, that's, that's what you're saying in terms of, we want to hear at that point, what you guys want to talk about. And maybe we'll have some of you on the pod, but uh, you have time to think about what your ideas are. We have some ideas, but, you know, let us know. And as always, at Stir the Pod on Twitter, DM us. DMs are open. Oh, come
0: on. (laughs) All right, with that being said, thank you guys for a wonderful, wonderful Stir the Pod recap show. I've been your host, Trevor. You can follow us on Twitter at Stir the Pod. Shout out to Duffy. Love you guys. Bye-bye.
2: Love you guys.
1: Love